What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. In Texas, a former judge and his wife are killed, and you're not going to believe who is charged with the murder. In Chicago, a woman kills a pregnant teen to get at her unborn baby, and a crisis breaks out in Ecuador between police and gangs. Ecuador? Ecuador. These stories and more coming at you today, Monday, January 15th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Happy MLK Day, boys. Happy MLK, yeah, and Martin Day, MLK Day. Day. And Manic Monday if you're a Bengals fan. Uh, Manic Monday. Oh, you Bengals. I thought you said Bengals, like the football team. No, the Bengals. Wow. Um, yeah, you know the Bengals. <laughs> they, they had a, Just another a hit song or two. I, I don't, Manic Monday count as a hit song. <laughs> I think uh, I think MLK Day would be a little bit more significant than the uh, than well, the Bengals, Bengals hit records yes. today. So uh, we thank Dr. King for everything that he did. Yes, absolutely. And I got to bodyguard his wife back in the nineties when she came to give a speech at Southeastern. Um, really, really nice lady. All right, gentlemen, let's get down to some crime time for Monday. All right, and we're going to start off in Texas and a Texas. Tejas again? Tejas again. I can't stay away from it. I know it. A Texas Hill country community is reeling after deputies say a retired judge and his wife were shot to death in their home, and their son is accused of pulling the trigger. Wow. Deputies with the Williamson County Sheriff's Office responded to a 911 call about a shooting at a home roughly 30 miles north of downtown Austin late last week. Mm. The couple's son, 45-year-old Seth Carnes, walked out of the home as deputies arrived and told them he shot and killed his mother and father. Inside, deputies found retired Williamson County District Judge Alfred Carnes and his wife Susan Carnes dead, both having suffered fatal gunshot wounds. The 911 call was made by Karn's granddaughter, who told dispatch that her dad had just shot her grandfather. Her father, Seth Karn's, made a second call to 911. While the investigation is underway, the sheriff's office says the murders resulted from a disagreement escalating into family violence and death. The reason for the argument has not been disclosed. Speaking with investigators, Seth Carr said he wasn't sure what happened, but that he grabbed a shotgun from behind a nightstand and shot his parents. Mm. Uh, He told deputies he believed his mother was going to try to make him take a sleeping pill he didn't want. So that he killed his father because I've just been looking for something and I figured I would finish the job. Mm. That was his answer. That's crazy. Carnes was arrested on a charge of murder and is being held without bond. That's horrible for that family, right? You go to really your life, raise your kid, and they kill you. Yeah, there's got to be more to the story. Yeah, I, I mean, over a sleeping pill? I don't know. Man. Well, it sounds it's like big, there big was news in, in that area of building the up over a long period of time there, but it's, uh, God. tragic. Uh, I don't know. In your, in your, you know, not only does he kill his his mom and dad, but his daughter is 
there. Right. I mean, that's, that's that, that won't leave a mark. Unfathomable. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. That's, that's crazy. Um, well, <clears throat> if that one wasn't tough enough, I'm going to tell you about a Chi-Town woman, Chicago, who's accused of helping her mom kill a pregnant teenager and then cut the baby from her womb. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, but she pled guilty this week, y'all. On Monday, Desiree... Figueroa, 29, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in a Cook County courtroom. She now faces 30 years in prison as part of the plea deal where she's agreed to testify against her mom, Clarissa Figueroa. The mother is awaiting her trial, which is supposed to take place in January. According to authorities, Desiree and her mother, Clarissa, are accused of brutally killing 19-year-old Marlon Ocha Lopez, who was nine months pregnant when she was last seen on April 23rd, 2019. Desiree and Clarissa posted in a Facebook group for young mothers saying they were giving away clothes and a stroller. When Ocha Lopez arrived at their home, authorities say the women strangled her before removing the baby from her womb. What the F? The baby, uh, Giovanni Lopez, spent his short life on support machines with severe brain damage. He made it 51 days before dying in his father's arms in uh, June of 2019. Cook County Medical Examiner's Office announced the baby's cause of death was lack of oxygen and blood to his brain and a prolapse, uh, prolapse of the umbilical cord and placenta due to maternal assault and demise. Police oh, said that After the recent death of her adult son, Clarissa was eager to raise another child, despite having her fallopian tubes tied. Um, Former Chicago police superintendent told reporters in April 2019 that the suspects wanted to raise the child as their own after Clarissa allegedly faked a pregnancy. On April 23, 2019, the pair strangled Ocho Lopez to death, then cut the baby boy out of her body, and then called 911, claiming that Clarissa had just delivered a boy who was struggling to breathe. Fucking crazy. At the time, investigators claimed that Clarissa showed no signs of having delivered a child. They eventually found Ocha Lopez's body in a garbage can in the Figueroa's yard. A third suspect, Desiree's boyfriend, Pitor Bobak, 44, was also charged um, for his involvement. He was sentenced to four years in prison, but released on parole last year after pleading guilty to obstruction of justice for helping cover up the homicide. Absolutely horrible, horrible, horrible. Go listen to Real Life Real Crime Original, Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. I know about people cutting babies out of stomachs uh, and killing the moms. And it's just, I mean, if you think that evil doesn't exist, I just told you the truth. Yeah. And this is real life, real crime. Y'all, you know, we cut up a lot and stuff, but some of this shit is just evil. And this is the, okay, a mother with her daughter, who right. would you say was 20 something, right? Right. Who presumably could carry a baby, could have a baby, but the mother mm-hmm. was right. the one who wanted, mm-hmm. yeah. so they so they kill a nine month pregnant woman Correct. to steal yeah. her baby yeah. who they kill in the process of doing yes. the uh, everything that, what he just said oh yeah. my god Correct. thanks Jim <laughs> 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 it's shocking it takes your brain a normal brain like yours Mike 
because I have a super brain. But it takes that's right. Well, mine's slower. Why I had to repeat it uh, on, on crime stuff. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, on crime stuff good. only. You're pretty smart, though, Mike. Otherwise, <laughs> Mike's mad. <laughs> I'm, wor- I'm worldly, more more street smart than smart. Mm. And we're going to go to the streets of Russia. 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 I'm going there one day. I got mad respect for those people. Especially Wait, the president. Badasses. No, not now. I'm talking about like in World War II when Hitler invaded and shit and they fought all the way back. And then. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah. They, they had, for every soldier that had a rifle, one didn't. And they, uh, he carried the bullets. And when that one died with the rifle, he, they picked up that rifle and used it. Yep. And they beat him back. Tough ass people. Yep. Very tough. Yeah, yep. 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 And I, um, I like vodka. I do too. I got a story. I thought I would never combine Russia with jet skis, but really? believe it or not, this story combines Russia with jet skis. You what guys is, both ride what, what, jet skis? Uh, absolutely. I've owned yeah. many of them. Hey, what's Ogliarch mean? Oligarch. Oli- yeah, that's it. Oligarch. Billionaire that has a heavy influence on the government. So that's a that's what. I read about these Russians, oligarchs, all the time now. Yeah. 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 What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, I'm sorry. They're, they're good to, it's a good thing to be unless... Somebody seizes all of your accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, saw that too. Like has happened to certain uh, oligarchs over time. Well, never heard this before, but a woman was killed after sustaining a, quote, genital rupture when she fell off a high-speed jet ski driven by her husband. The power of the jet propulsion as he accelerated and she fell in the water led to horrific wounds from which she died the next day. Okay. Russian woman Elena Spiryakova, age 49, from Samara, near Russia's border with Kazakhstan, was rushed to a hospital, but doctors were unable to save her. Her husband, Oleg, who's 52, is facing a criminal case uh, into causing death by negligence, causing his wife to be hit in the genitals by a, quote, water hammer reported the Russian news outlet Baza. While the tragedy um, took place last July on the Samara River, details have only now emerged after the intervention of prosecutors. The woman was riding on the back of the jet ski. So we've all done that, right? So she's riding on the back of this jet ski, um, and the river... Uh, I guess, flows into the larger Volga River in Swarnet. So after they make a turn into that river, the woman loses her balance and can't uh, 
and and no longer can just hold on to uh, uh, to her husband. And so as she's falling into the water, at that moment, her husband hits the gas and accelerates. He had to accelerate and blow it up. And she sustained a serious, quote, hydraulic injury. <sighs> so I think we can imagine there yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. at that moment. Um, she was urgently taken to the hospital, but Elena died the next day. Her relatives told the media uh, that the criminal case, uh, uh, that a criminal case had been launched into her death. And I imagine it's a pretty good case of, of negligence. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know because I've fallen off many like that. And, and the, I guess they could have hit the gas at the same time and blew my face off. I mean, that's a whole lot of power. Yeah. That's well, coming that's out right. of the bottom. And, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you, I mean, if she falls off back on her back and her legs are open and he jets it, and blows that off. Yeah. That, that is freaking bizarre. But I don't believe there's any negligence there. It's not like he tied her legs well, to it and, and, and rode her. I think they may be looking at it like it's uh, rush, like that. reckless driving. If you're reckless yeah, yeah, driving yeah. and you and somebody gets yeah, killed, yeah, you're going to get right. charged. You're right. With that. Yeah, you're I mean, right. this is not a civil thing. Yeah. I mean, this is this well, you is know, a criminal case. In the U.S., negligent homicide means when you take a life when a when a reasonable person. Um, would have shown more care and, and their actions that cause the person to lose their life. And without intent. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, without yeah. intent, yeah. And this is just the, the charge is causing death by negligence. That's crazy. Wow. That's the first one yeah, I've ever heard of. That. I've heard of that one, too. Damn. No jet skiing in today. Big news, big news coming out of Los Angeles, California. And Los Angeles. Los Angeles, City of Angels. See, that's it, City of Angels. Yeah. Used yeah. to be. Oh. Home of the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Rams. And the Rams. <laughs> and the Chargers. And the Chargers. Uh, a judge has set bail Tuesday at $750,000 for a former Los Angeles area gang leader charged with orchestrating the killing of hip-hop legend Tupac Shakur Ooh, I know about in this. 1996. Yep. It said he can serve house arrest with electronic monitoring ahead of his trial in June. Court-appointed attorneys for Dwayne Keefe D. Davis had asked for bail of not more than $100,000. The lawyers for Keefe D say their 60-year-old client is in poor health after battling cancer, which is in remission, and that he won't flee to avoid trial. We believe he can post bail that from the public defender. The defense has accused prosecutors of misinterpreting a jail telephone recording and a list of names provided to Davis's family members and misreporting to the judge that Davis posed a threat to the public if he were released. Davis never threatened anyone during the phone calls, defense attorney said in their seven-page filing. The uh, the interpretation of use of the use of the word green light is flat out wrong. The green light reference is from a recording in October uh, from jail that prosecutors provided last month, basically uh, uh, insinuating that Keefe D's green lighted hit. somebody to. Yeah. To uh, which is authorized right. somebody yeah. to kill a uh, witness in his case. Dwayne's son was the one saying he heard there was a green light on Dwayne's family. So the son came out and said, no, they, there's a green light against us right. um, from people who were upset about Tupac Shakur's right. death. Right. 
Um, if Dwayne, Dwayne Davis's lawyers also used his first name Monday, asking the judge to consider what they called the obvious question: If Dwayne is so dangerous and the evidence is so overwhelming, why did prosecutors wait to arrest Dwayne for the murder of Tupac fifteen years later? Prosecutors point to Davis's own words in two thousand eight and in police interviews, and in 2019 in a tell-all memoir, a book he wrote, right, that says uh, they say it provides strong evidence that he orchestrated the 1996 shooting. Davis's attorney argues that his descriptions of Shakur's Killings were done for entertainment purposes and to make money. Trying to make some bucks. Well, you don't you don't title yeah. your your book as an autobiography it, if it's it, for entertainment it, exactly. purposes only. Uh, Davis, originally from Compton, California, is the only person still alive who was in the car from which shots were fired in a drive-by shooting that also wounded rap mogul Marion Suge Knight. Sure. Knight is now serving 28 years in a California prison for an unrelated fatal shooting in the Los Angeles area in 2015. Davis's attorney noted Monday that Knight is an eyewitness to the Shakur uh, shooting, but did not testify before a grand jury that indicted Davis ahead of his arrest on September 29th. Davis has pled not guilty to murder and has been jailed without bail at the Clark County Detention Center in Las Vegas, where detainees' phone calls are recorded. If convicted at trial, he could spend the rest of his life in prison. Yeah. But it looks like he's getting out and he's going to have to wear an ankle monitor. Yeah. And, uh, and all that. While, yeah, I think he, he said something on a podcast he, yeah, last year uh, that was uh, relating to the book. That was uh, uh, Vlad, V-L-A-D, yeah. which is a very popular podcast on YouTube. And he did. He, you know, um, And you listened to that at the night when you were falling asleep for your AirPods. Yeah. yeah, I do. I actually listen to Vlad a lot. Yeah, cool. Yeah. They had Mike Tyson's former trainer on there last night. Suge Knight's gonna make, really? You yeah. think Suge Knight's going to make a comeback when he gets out? His 28 years got to almost be up. No. I don't know. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be too old. Yeah, I don't know. But he, I'm not going to say that about him. Yeah. One coming after me. Yeah. Suge, we tight. Yeah, we, we roll. <laughs> All right, y'all. A mysterious cover your ears. Okay. We're going to Georgia where the peaches grow and a woman was arrested after authorities found more than a dozen dead dogs stuffed into a refrigerator and freezer unit in her home. According to Columbia County Sheriff's office, they arrested Margaret Nevels 41 of Grovetown, Georgia on a charge of animal cruelty. Well, it seems like she be a dozen charges, right? But the sheriff's office said they've received a call on Thursday from a concerned neighbor who had not seen Nevels or anyone in the home since October. Deputies tried to reach Nevels over the phone, but no one answered. Police said when they went to the home to investigate, they found the home in bad condition with the floor covered in animal feces and furniture destroyed. When officers entered the kitchen, they noticed blood seeping from the refrigerator. I guarantee you they noticed the smell Smell. before that. When they opened the appliance doors, they found bags containing several dog carcasses. The bodies of three dead dogs were found in the refrigerator, and the body of an adult dog with seven puppies was found in the freezer. Further investigation revealed three additional carcasses of dead dogs in various stages of decomp in the master bedroom, empty dog cages, and shredded furniture in a spare bedroom. 
Police also noted in the incident report that they found a live female pit bull on the property that had appeared to have chewed a hole through a wall separating the kitchen from the garage. Animal services were called to the scene uh, to address that dog's hell. So don't worry about her, Miss Jerry. Um, deputies located Neville's, who had been staying with a friend in Columbia County, and arrested her. She was released on $5,100 bond. It appears from local reporting that the woman was involved in some adoption service, and at some point she became overwhelmed and didn't know what to do, so she abandoned Didn't know what to do, dogs. so she just— She didn't, hey, she didn't just abandon the fucking dogs. She put them in the put freezer in the and the icebox. Wow. That's just like the story from last week. It was another woman that had yeah. a bunch of puppies. Yeah, with that chihuahua that had eight babies. Ugh. We need a break from those kind of stories for a little No, it's true crime, baby. I know. These people are horrible. Yes, they are. Okay. Let's go to the equator, to the South American country of Ecuador. You ever ever stood on the equator? No, I never stood. I saw a picture of it once. (laughs) That's a good guy. I wonder how... I've been... This thing so is some advised. places right along the equator, but um, I can't remember what the, what the about. But it's not like C uh, seven states from Lookout Mountain thing. My where, son got it. You know, no, my son got. I don't a, think it's written. On son got mountain. a globe for Christmas. I think I'm gonna go hand, uh, home and stand, some stand on the no. I'm gonna oh. stand on the equator. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it there. Yeah, you can then you can scratch that off your. Uh, your bucket list. Yeah, it's not very high on my bucket list. <laughs> um, in recent years, Ecuador has been engulfed by a surge of violence, uh, drug trafficking, homicides, kidnappings. Ecuadorian authorities reported Sunday that Adolfo Macias, the leader of Los Choneros gang, had escaped his cell in a low-security prison. I don't know why he's in a low-security prison. He was scheduled to be transferred to a maximum-security facility that very day. Mm -hmm. His whereabouts are unclear. Prosecutors opened an investigation and charged two guards in connection with the alleged escape, but neither the police, the correction system, nor the federal government confirmed whether Macias fled the facility or might still actually be hiding within the walls of the facility. There you go. Masis, who was convicted of drug trafficking, murder, and organized crime, was serving 34-year sentence at La Regional Prison. The gang is one of um, uh, is one that Ecuadorian uh, authorities consider responsible for the large spike in violence across the country in recent years. The violence has reached a new level um, last year with the assassination of a presidential candidate, Fernando Villavicencio. Mm-hmm. Um, the gang has links with Mexicans Sinaloa cartel. Yeah. Experts and authorities have acknowledged that gang members practically rule from inside the prisons, and Macias was believed to have been in continuous control of his gang from that detention facility. On Monday, President Daniel Naboa, president of Ecuador, uh, decreed a national state of emergency for 60 days, allowing the authorities to suspend rights and mobilize the military in places like in places like prisons. The government also imposed a curfew from 11 p. to 5 a.m. So martial law basically right. put into effect across the whole country. Naboa said in a message on Instagram that he wouldn't stop until he quote brings back peace to all Ecuadorians and that his government had decided to confront crime. 
a wave of attacks began just a few hours after the president made his announcement. Um, Our men broke into the set of a public TV station in Ecuador's capital city of Quito during a live broadcast. Men with faces covered uh, with masks entered the set and shouted that they had bombs. Noises similar to gunshots could be heard in the background. The channel broadcast this live for at least 15 minutes before the signal was cut off. While the transmission was on, the men could be seen on camera while some employees were forced to lay down on the floor and someone was heard yelling, please don't shoot. Uh, Ecuador's police said on X that some units were deployed to the media facilities. Hours earlier, Ecuadorian authorities confirmed that a series of attacks had occurred around the country, including explosions and the abduction of several police officers. Police reported four officers were kidnapped on Monday night and remained missing. Separately, agents arrested two people for possession of explosives and the suspects in at least one of the attacks. The government has not said how many attacks have occurred in total, but local media reported several, including some in northern cities where vehicles were set on fire and others in Quito, including an explosion near the house of the president of the National Justice Court. Authorities have not said who is thought to be behind the attacks or if the incidents are part of an orchestrated action. But it certainly seems that way and certainly seems tied to. Uh, I'm not going, going to Ecuador anytime soon. Yeah, no, I would recommend you not. I bet you could get a hell of a deal on a vacation there now. I would imagine. Right? I mean, well, probably almost for Airbnb, too. <laughs> yeah, almost free. Come to Ecuador. Look, I, I, this is a pretty freaking scary thing. And it's, yeah, it's sad. And when we're when seeing they, it. When they're killing in, presidential candidates and police and whatever, taking over TV stations and pretty sure it's not a good place to be. When the, um, when the criminals are taken over and the gangs are running the countries, this is what happens. What was the country that, uh, that, uh, turned everything around, arrested everyone and, uh, uh, went through this exact scenario. I'm trying to think it was, it's another central American, uh, uh, South America country that 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 just did it. I can't think Guatemala. Of it. I can't. No, it wasn't Guatemala, but I can't think of it. But that's what's going to have to happen here. Is Honduras? Uh, uh, Might have been Honduras. A massive uh, uh, police effort to round up these gangs, put all these people in prison, and uh, otherwise, I, I you know, I don't know. It's just I don't know anarchy. I don't know. I don't understand. Oh, oh, super cops. It's a different sound. Little super cops. Wow. Super cops. Haven't brought you a super cop in a while, but this it's one. Been a minute. This one actually isn't a super cop. It's a super chaplain. Yeah, that's right. right. I'll right. Tell most, you about I that. don't know. Most people well, don't know police departments have a dedicated chaplain. Well, let me get to this story, and you'll right. you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. Newly released body cam footage has revealed the incredible moment a North Carolina chaplain used his jiu-jitsu training to save the life of a police officer after an arrest went horribly wrong. Chaplain Scott Wilkos was riding with Durham police officer J.T. Rose when they saw a car driving at speeds they estimated to be greater than 100 miles per hour when the vehicle crashed near an exit ramp at the intersection of 15-501 The officer ran over and tried to arrest the suspect, later identified as Demario Hallman, 35, of Durham. But video shows how a fight quickly broke out in the tall grass, and it was only when the chaplain ran over to help that the pair were able to restrain the suspect. 
Uh, a relieved Rose later said how grateful he was for Wilco's intervention as the suspect had one arm around my neck and the other arm going for my gun, he said. Mm. Nice. Rose, uh, Rose first ran over to the suspect and could be heard yelling, get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground, face down. Footage shows that Hallman refused to comply with the orders that led to a tussle. It was at this moment that Wilkos, who has decades of martial arts training, ran toward the duo and wrestled the suspect away from Rose as the officer, other officers arrived on the scene. Wilkos could be heard telling the suspect, the quicker you put your hands behind your back, the quicker we will get off you. Rose reported severe knee pain after the incident, while Wilkos was seen bleeding from his left hand, where he said Hallman bit him. Mm-hmm. Hallman had a gash on his elbow, which first responders said happened uh, during the impact of the crash, and both officers were taken to the local hospital for treatment. While being treated for injuries, Wilkos told another officer, this guy was strong. He managed to push us off. He came around on Rose and was going across his head. At that point in time, I thought Rose was in real trouble. So at that point, I took his back. I came around on top, over under. And when I came around, my hand got to right where his face was and he bit down on me. He also told the officer that the ride was voluntary as he wanted to celebrate his 52nd birthday by spending time with an officer. (laughs) <laughs> right and that's hey, what yeah. happens <laughs> you know, you, you shall the, the one time he had been wanting to do that since he was eight and a half years old and finally got the chance and in a fight goes down uh so we want to shout out um uh that officer uh that actually you know does this every day and got in the tussle and we definitely want to shout out the chaplain who kind of came to the rescue right. and his right. martial arts chaplain wilkos paid off chaplain, chaplain wilkos i wonder if he's related to wasn't that the bodyguard Body for jerry guy. springer the wilkos Ooh, guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember it. Didn't now he, he has, his, his, own, own he has his own steve steve, steve wilkos yeah. yeah i wonder if the yeah, chaplain's related to him yeah. yeah yeah hey shout out to that dude uh, not Steve, uh, the chaplain. You can I'm shout sure. out to Steve. Too. He protected yes, Jerry out. on many a show. Yeah. Former mayor of Cincinnati. I got arrested on prostitution. Yes, he, he did. Also dead. Is he dead? Yeah, yeah. he is. He's dead. Oh, man. I, I, I was listening back to um, last week's show, and you said something on uh, one of your comments. Mm-hmm. I think you were doing a story, and you said some dead like fried chicken or something like that. Yeah. That's funny. It's funny. It was like a Woody. <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, he'd, be dead. he'd, be, he'd be dead like dead fried, fried chicken. chicken. Dead, the fried chicken is dead. No dead is fried chicken. You hope it's dead. Uh, anyway. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Time for it'd be hard to beat the last kinky crime. Yeah, you're right. But it's time for shot. Kinky crimes for Monday. All right, y'all. I'm about to tell you a story, Woody Overton style. She was in the mood, but her partner wasn't. Uh oh. So she attacked him, resulting Mm -hmm. in her second arrest and 14 months for a battering man for not having sex with her. Dang. Right. Two times. Rebecca Lynn Phelps, 31, of Hudson, Florida, was busted on a charge of domestic battery after she assaulted a man with whom she shares a child inside their home when he turned down her sexual advances. Mama wanted some, daddy didn't want to give it, daddy got his ass whipped. But the victim was asleep. 
just before midnight Thursday when Phelps – Just before midnight? Yeah, right. The victim was On asleep. a Thursday. Right, Thursday, Thursday. She likes when it. When Phelps entered the room and grabbed his genitals – uh-oh. Wanting to have sex. Hey, Maybe she got I know what that time. means. The sleeping man said no and went back to bed. <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. Right? At you some don't, point, don't do that. Phelps returned to the bedroom and started tapping the victim's leg. The man pretended to be asleep uh, to ignore the defendant who was intoxicated Thursday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, but here we go. Plot thickens. The horny woman apparently was not having it and scratched the victim on his left eye, causing it to swell and turn black and blue. Yeah, hey, I'm pretty sure nails out on I'm it. pretty sure he's not sleeping pretending to be asleep at this point. But the woman denied to police that she touched the man. It's not the first time Phelps took out her rage on a man who rejected her sexual propositions. Back in September twenty twenty two, Phelps was arrested on a battery charge for smacking in scratching a man who did not want to have sexual relations with her. Mm. During that incident, Phelps and the victims had been drinking outside of Florida home when Phelps started to get mad that the man did not want to fornicate. <gasps> right? Takes all kinds That's of a, men. Yeah. Right? The defendant then started to scream and smack the victim. The defendant smacked the victim so hard on the right side of his face it left redness on his face. The man pleaded with her to stop threatened to call the cops and have her committed under Florida's Baker Act, which angered her even more. <laughs> um, the defendant scratched the victim with her right hand on the victim's right arm, which broke the skin and caused the victim to bleed. I knew you might, uh, a mice dying to see this picture. Oh, yeah. In that case, Phelps told police that nothing happened and that she did not know why the man was bleeding. It was not clear whether the victim in 2022 was the same man as the victim in this incident and we have her picture and she's a kinky one. Right. And look, it ain't just, you know, normally that yeah. story's the other way around, right? The guys, she, you know, she didn't want to be turned. Normal, I mean, wanted to be the frisky exactly. one. And, that's and, my uh, freaking fantasy. Really? Is it a scratch and eye? No, that my <laughs> wife actually makes a move on me. <laughs> she didn't want you know, to get turned out. I cal- she didn't want to get turned out. She wanted to get turned face down. I, I calc. <laughs> I calculated the other day the uh, oh, the approximate cost of here it comes. each time I have sexual relations with my wife. Oh, Lord. I know the whole world is some pins and needles. Well, yeah. there's, first of all, there's the investment in ED meds, which, <laughs> which, by the way, you take every day. And so if, you know, you're lucky enough to, you know, strike oil three or four times oh in the month, God. you've got 27, 28 days of investment in Apologize. pills that, yeah. Um, and then there's the cash outlay. Oh no. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's cost prohibitive at this point. I don't know. Maybe that one of those women from give me some banjos, please. We'll send, uh, we'll send whatever her name was. Uh, yeah. Over, send, over yeah. Give her a, <laughs> no, my wife will give her permission. I'm sure. <laughs> this chair's going to beat your ass. No, that was right behind your dog story. She won't be listening. Oh, you're right. Okay. So car break-ins have become all the rage across planet earth. Uh huh. And Australia is no exception. Really? Today's criminal mastermind comes from down under with a lesson for all you snatch and grabbers. Snatch and grabbers. Hello. Hello. That lesson is look 
in the bag before you reach in it. Foster's beer. That's not enough. This is enough. <laughs> That's not. Okay, audience, please focus while these guys don't. Crocodile. The money. lesson for all you snatch and grabbers is to look in the bag. Before hey, wasn't the dude that got killed uh, by the stingray from Australia too? This yeah. Shark alligator. Steve Irwin. Crocodile man. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Was he in the store? Yeah, his kids have the have a show now. Really? His kids are really? all our banjo-loving mate got more than he bargained for when he broke a truck window and reached in to snatch a tote. A the, tote. A tote. The bag he'd just stolen belonged to a man by the name of Brad McDonald. Mm. Some of you may recognize that name. Brad often appears on Discovery and other networks because he's regarded as one of the top snake catchers uh, on earth. Job I'm never going to have. So inside of Brad McDonald's tote was a large adult Eastern brown snake. Brown snake. <laughs> Eastern brown snakes are responsible. Alabama? No, 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 Eastern brown snakes are responsible for more deaths in Australia than any other snake and have the second most toxic venom of any land snake on earth. Really? These are bad dudes. There's a little photo. Yeah, of I don't need to see it. Snakes. Don't do me well. So sure enough, our crocodile Dundee stuck his hand in McDonald's bag before taking a peek and ended up an Australian snake bite statistic. Fortunately for him, McDonald never travels without antivenom. So he was treated within a minute or two of McDonald hearing his screams from inside the store he'd parked at. A very harsh lesson for a very dumb criminal. Dumb criminal. It's not good when you get bit by Eastern the... Eastern brown snake. They, Second they, most they, I watched a video on these freaking things. They uh, they oh, do right. the they do the whole cobra thing where they yeah. you know they snap rear, up rear and up. then they're yeah the fangs oh. out. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. That's you know what I want to go find some gold in Australia, but I want to fuck with all our spiders. And yeah, look in the look in the tote. Hey, hey the rays, man. Shout the rays don't uh, play. We, we have a huge following. I think they're they're our second largest country of followers. Or maybe Canada is now. Canada. But we always had I've got we got dream team moderators on the crew yes. page from um Australia. Miss Robin uh, Joy. The uh, Miss I hadn't heard from Robin in a while. Um Mishana uh, VL uh, uh love our Aussies. Tanzania is gaining on them though. Tasmanian devil? Tanzania. Tanzania. Is that Tanzania? I want to. They have a lot of opals and shit. I want to go find and see. I'm gonna do right. opals. They do. That's a big deal in Australia. The Is it really? Are fucking right. They're all kinds of different opals, and they all most of them come from Australia, and they they do opal mining. Huh. Yep. You got to get they, like yeah. an Aborigine tour guide and get in the outback. And no, they have like leases puppies. and shit. It's got like gold leases. They got kangaroos there too. They do yeah. have kangaroos. Kangaroos will tear you up. We could all go. Jim could wrestle a, t- a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, I don't That'd want be to fun wrestle to a kangaroo. The, uh, anyway. Feed to get you. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Very good. Very good. Any final thoughts, Woody Everton? Uh, mm, everything I always say. Love y'all. Appreciate you. <laughs> Keep sharing. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. That's right. Good stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Um, make sure you listen to Real Life Real Crime Original Drops on Saturday. And holy shit, it's a horrible story that I'm telling on. No, you probably already got it because it's Monday. Uh, but anyway. If you hadn't, out. go listen. Yeah, yeah, go listen. Uh, yeah, make sure to hit the subscribe button, people. They did some podcasts 
Hit every button. Shit. Every button you see, hit it. Because um, they kicked you out if you didn't. Except for the unsubscribe button. Don't hit that. Yeah, don't hit subscribe, and we love y'all. Thank you. Mike, anything? I didn't mean it, honey. <laughs> oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> Jim was twisting my arm behind my back while yeah. that was all going on. Yeah, well. Sorry. All good. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Everton. Maybe I can buy four pills at a time instead of doing the... That's an idea. You go to Ecuador and get them real cheap. <laughs> I'm Mike Agafino. <laughs> For real life, real crime daily. Peace. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.